Welcome to the Lovability Podcast. My name is Jennifer Stiers, and I'm here to talk love, relationships, sex, marriage, and everything in between. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Lovability Podcast. I am your host, Jennifer Stiers, if you didn't already know that. And I'm here today with a sidekick, Brad. What's up, Lovability? Say Uh, hi. So uh, as we're just kind of waiting for everybody to get on uh, and load, because today we're going to load, since today we're doing a dating reboot. Uh, That was it. That was good. Uh, So uh, we have this hurricane coming in right now, which is kind of crazy uh, for all our Texas and Louisiana people. Yeah, just hit category four. I know. It's it's absolutely nuts. I hope everybody's safe out there. So can I say some highs real quick? Hi, Brent. Hi, David. Hi, David. Hi, Mary. Hi, everybody. All the people he just said. I don't have, I have my little phone here, so I'm going to try to keep up as well. Oh, whatever. I have, yeah, I don't have my old people glasses on right now. It is what it is. Uh, Okay. So, uh, so today we're going to do a dating reboot. And by all means, all of you that are watching, uh, please participate because you guys are the ones out there with dating burnout, which is why I wanted to do this. And I want to tell you all the story that led to me wanting to do this. So life is my material for the podcast. And uh, Saturday night, I went out to dinner with a friend uh, for her birthday. And of course, it's during unusual times. So we had a very, it was just her and I, it wasn't a big group of people. Uh, And I went to dinner and then she had this place she wanted to go for her favorite drink. And they don't have this liqueur everywhere. So we went to this uh, restaurant, uh, Del Frisco's Double Eagle, uh, down the street, which is normally a pretty, the bar there is pretty cool and happening uh, during normal times. Uh, But now everybody's separated and it's just weird. It's just weird. Anyway, so we got in there uh, to have a drink and it was just a weird crowd. And it was mostly couples. I mean, it was all couples at the bar, actually. There was no, there were no single people. There was all couples. We were fine with that because we just came for a drink and um, my friend got dessert. But, uh, but what happened was these two little chicks come up. They're <laughs> friends with my friend. You know, they're in their 40s, cute, blonde, dressed to the nines, ready to get out there and have some fun. Hey. Yeah, they were, they were looking, they were looking hot. Uh and I hate that they wasted an outfit <laughs> because it was horrible. But what happened is they came up and you could see they were just lost. It was like they didn't know what to do with themselves because there was nobody there for them to meet. And their whole intention, Brad, was that they got ready that night and dressed. And their whole intention was not to just go out and have fun. It was to go out and meet men. They were hunting. They were hunting. Hunting. Completely hunting. I haven't done that since my 20s. I mean, I'm just saying maybe that's what people do now. I don't know. I, I thought women weren't supposed to hunt anyway. I thought they, they were, were just hunting. supposed no. to be. There are plenty of women out there hunting. I, you guys can vouch for it. Um, and I'm sure there's guys watching that are like, dang, where was I? You yeah, know? Like what day was that? What night? <laughs> what night did what I miss? And where exactly were they? <laughs> uh, but it did, I, of course, you know, it was like that moment where, you know, my friend's talking to them and I'm listening and they're talking about all the places that they heard were going, you know, were fun that night, or maybe there were people. We live in weird times right now. There's no doubt this is not normal anyway. And during normal times, I'm sure their behavior was pretty normal. That's what people did. They went out hunting each other and probably found each other. Um, But what? (laughs) Hunting each other. I'm just as direct as I can be, but that's what it was. They were were on a mission. Sure. They were on a mission. And uh, and so all I could think to myself, Brad, is that they left disappointed. They went home probably because they weren't going to drive all the way downtown to go to the other places they were talking about. They left disappointed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's where dating burnout comes. Like, at what point are they going to go, well, I'm just not going to go out at all. There's nobody out. There's nothing to do. I'm not going to get all dressed up. And they clearly probably spent at least two hours each um, getting ready. And uh, who wants to do that for nothing? Really? Yeah, it's a real thing, I think, right now. And, because when you do go out, there may or may not be anybody else out. Yeah. And then when you're there, you've got all these restrictions on where you can sit and how close and I know some places I mean, are lax, though. I've seen it, that. And it does. I think you do. I think you leave situations like that and you go, well, what's the point? 
And, and even in the best of times, even in the best of times when there were crowds of people out and you chatted with people maybe, but le left without a connection, left without getting whatever, whatever um, mission you went out to accomplish, uh, you know, not accomplished, and you wake up the next morning and you're disappointed. And, and That could have happened if it worked out for you, too. <laughs> you wake up and be disappointed. <laughs> Just saying. Very funny, Brad. Roll over and go, oh, damn. Very funny, Brad. I'm sure there are people agreeing with you because that is something that also happens as well as people hook up and um, and uh, can she also. She looked a lot better in her mask. Oh, with all that makeup on. Uh, but, okay. I'm So let's really, get to the reboot stuff. Let's really. My point is that. There are many situations where we can get disappointed. I think online mm -hmm. dating is a big one as well. Mm -hmm. I can't stress enough how many people have have I've talked to from a coaching standpoint that are so sick of online dating. It's right. such a joke. Yep. It's such an enormous joke. And um, I can't imagine. I've actually peeked over at people's profiles before some of my clients and friends and looked at their online dating profiles and look what they had to choose from. And it's horrible. Yeah. I can't imagine going through that and then getting emails of situations where, and here's what also causes burnout is my point. Let's just say you do meet somebody online, right? And it seems great. And then you start communicating and then you get ghosted right. or that person can't show up and make a plan. I mean, there's just so many areas. Well, I think that's, the, I think that's, yeah, I think you just hit the nail on the head. I think that's the problem right now is there's disappointment and levels of disappointment at every part of the process. Right. Trying to meet someone, online dating, trying to set up a profile, there's disappointment, there's frustration. Then, like you said, you meet someone, you meet, and, and they leave and they never come back. Or you spend time with someone and over a period of time and then something doesn't happen. And it's really, it was hard enough to meet someone mm -hmm. prior to all the craziness in right. March. And now it's just created even tougher times to try and meet someone. And then the disappointment levels go up because right. I think what most people do that get disappointed, I think they try harder. They are, I'm going to throw it. I'm going to do more work. I'm going to try harder. Try I'm going to do this. And it just keeps going. And you just get in this cycle of around and around of disappointment. So and thanks. Uh, thanks. Mike said, good one, Brad. So yeah, thanks, I saw that Mike, uh, good one, Brad. I know what you were referring to. I'm keeping the two of you away from each other. Uh, Brant hates dating sites. So many smoke and mirrors probably won't get back on one. Good for you. Bad idea. Uh, Hey Bruce. Hey Eric, uh, Joyce, right? Joyce. Tammy said hi. Tammy. Welcome. Uh, so, so, um, talking about dating burnout. So, I, I believe wholeheartedly that, you know, we've, we've talked about uh, all this pandemic stuff changing, COVID mm -hmm. changing things, and it's changed things and we need to allow it to change things. Things are different. The way that we're doing things has to change. We have to do things different. And I think it's such a great time also to take the time to approach things differently too, because Doing the same thing over and over again, we all know the definition right. of that, obviously. Um, there's an old one, but it's true. And at what point do you look and go, what I'm doing is not working. I need to come up with something. I need to do something different. And that's also thinking differently and going mm -hmm. into things differently, not just from strategy, but from a mindset, right? From a whole mindset standpoint. So, again, so let me ask you this. Yes. Let me jump in here. So why don't you help us understand how to alleviate some of disappointment from the get-go? So, you know, you're big on being, understanding where you are, what you want, mm -hmm. how you want it, what you're, you know, what you think is your person. So how can we go into these situations and already kind of on the front end, keep from being disappointed. Brad, that's a perfect point. And that would have been number one is dating burnout is going to be caused by doing the same thing over and over again and not getting the result you want. And if that is the case, you're not doing something right. And that in that case, as Brad said, it is preparing. 
you know, if it, it's not a numbers game, if you, I mean, anybody that, that thinks anything in life is a numbers game, I guarantee you, you're going to get tired and burned out from playing the numbers, right? right? Or or getting the riffraff that you do. If you think it's a numbers game and you're out there dating people that aren't your type or that use you, you know, or abuse you or, um, or treat you, or, you, you know, horribly. Yeah. I mean, why, how would you not get dating burnout or start to believe what I always hear, that there are no good men or women out there? And there are. Mm -hmm. There really, really are amazing people. If you're not meeting them, you're not doing the right thing. And as Brad said, that's preparing ahead of time. At some point, you know, there was that whole titration experiment in biology where you had to, whether it was litmus paper or the test tube where you kept dripping the, the liquid into the test tube and you're waiting for drop, drop, drop. You're waiting for the color to change. Y'all remember that? Right. Back in biology class when we used to have it, um, when classes <laughs> used to actually happen and you gather together and do things together. Mm -hmm. But that whole titration experiment is so indicative of life because you're like, which drops? You're dropping, you're dropping, you're dropping, you're dropping. Which drop changed the color? Well, every single one of them did, right? Absolutely every single one of them did. Um, so everything you're doing um, matters. It's And it's not a numbers game, right? Just because... Just because there's a bunch of drops in there, it's not it's right. not a numbers game. It's that right chemistry that's going to happen, that's going to change the color, or that's going to cause you to fall in love. Yeah, I mean, I right think when you, like when you're <clears throat> when you think about online dating and you're trying, it, it, well, I'm just going to go after these thirty because I see that da, 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 they're hot or whatever. He's good looking, and then you get a response from two. That's disappointment. Right. Whereas if you would have gone into it with the with the notion of I'm going to try to go find three or four really solid potential candidates for me to meet, and I get one or two, well now I'm not disappointed because now I'm fifty percent. Right. Instead of one or two percent. So I think what you're going you know, in more intentional. More intentional, and I think again you've said it thousands of times, and hopefully people are hearing is you know creating and bringing down those expectations as to what you think should happen in that situation. Because it probably won't happen like that. <laughs> well, and that is, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, what Brad's talking about um, is, and we will get to that, but that's all about setting that expectation before the first date. People put way too much pressure on a first date. And at this point in life, we need to be focused on friendship and finding somebody that we're compatible with, somebody that we share lifestyle uh, values with, instead of you know, what you can hit, you know? Well, and, and if you do that, then that disappointment is going to be limited because the worst case scenario, the worst case scenario is you're going to walk out there and have a friend. Right. Like and, seriously. And there are a lot of players out there. I mean, let's just be honest, whether it's, it's men and women, women do it too. I mean, I can assure you there are many women out there sure. playing their options as well, mm -hmm. waiting for the bigger, better, greater, uh, and being way too picky as well. Um, in, in the, in the point that when they finally do meet somebody, it's important that you keep, and here's where the reboot comes in, don't have an expectation for who that person is and who they need to be and how they need to court you. Men, you still need to court a woman. I mean, at the, at the end of the day, that has not gone away. Yes, there are feminists out there. I don't think a lot of you guys really want to date them because it's a beating. To, I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, uh, these women that, that are like, I don't need a man. I have my own job. I have my own house. I can buy my own everything. I don't need a man for anything. There's some healing that needs to be done there with those women. Um, and and they're probably women that, and I hear this a lot, that are bitter, right? There's a lot of bitter men, men and women. Because um, I hear it from you guys, too. That All I can think about are. is, I'm Brad, and I approve this message. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> but but we, I mean, being bitter is, is a horrible way to go in, too. Um, well, and again, that's going to create failures and problems and disappointments and then that whole well, it's not me it's him it's not me it's her and you're just going to keep going through that over and over and over until you really truly do a reboot and look at yourself and go this does not working yeah. <laughs> you know like when do they get to that point i know i had uh somebody that was telling me about a date and they had an okay date and then the next day 
they're texting and she's she texted him and everything was everything was going well that evening I don't know if it was a booty call or what it was but that evening she called him and just started babbling and talking about how miserable her life was complaining oh, she boy. had drank too much alcohol and was completely dumping on him and it was like and he uh, was like uh, done he's like uh, I, I may have thought about going out with her again but nope. she's unhappy she's not a happy right. person and there's where the whole idea comes in first that you got to do the work you got to be healthy you got to be happy You've got to be healed because you can't walk in with bitterness because somebody else isn't the person that hurt you or left you or whatever happened in the past. I mean, it's got to be a clean slate. So you've got to walk in, clear the slate, people. That's where the reboot happens. That's what happens when you restart your computer or you restart your phone. I have to restart my phone all the time now. That's but, user error. Um, <laughs> possibly. Um, but... That's what happens is you're doing a reboot, a restart, and clearing everything out that you have done, all the messes that you've made. But when you do reboot, it's a matter of, you know, just like if you're rebooting a computer or redoing it, you've got to make sure you put every every app you put on um, and everything you're loading is clean, that there's no viruses, yeah. there's no, it's you know point. what I mean? It's a good point. It's a great analogy. It's a good analogy mm -hmm. because it's that's that's really what's necessary because it's not just about what we're doing that's not working, like going to the bars, having that expectation, uh, getting online, doing the same thing over and over again there, numbers game, dating burnout, blah, 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 blah. It is about cleaning the slate and going in with a new attitude. And, you know, one of my mentors um, in my life was Wayne Dyer. And he had, my favorite quote is, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And it's all hmm. about perception. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's all about perception. So I'm reminded you of a change your mindset. It makes a difference. I'm reminded of a story. Your old buddy T.D. Jakes did one Love time Jakes. in a sermon. I've, I've told several stories about OTD, but this one is really fitting because I think what you're saying is it's not necessarily just your actions that you're doing that's creating disappointments. It's what you're bringing into those actions. Right. It's all of your stuff. And TD did a great sermon one time where he's he's dragging a bag behind him, a little wheelie bag, right? So he's got his little bag, and he's talking about all the stuff in my bag and and all the oh, stuff, yeah. and, and I let people into my life, and he grabs another bag, and he creates more stuff, <laughs> and all. And by the time he gets up to his steps at his at his church, he's got like six wheelie bags, uh -huh. and he goes, "The only place I can go is to take these to the cross and leave them there." Yeah. And when you leave it there, you leave it. Right. So I think, you know, I think your analogy of an app and stuff is awesome because it really is. You're bringing in your baggage and that's creating problems. Right. And that's going to, you know, further um, add to your disappointment. Right. And it has nothing to do with the scene right. or what's happening out there. It's on you. Right. 100%. It's your problems. 100%. It's your baggage. You know, I love TD Jakes. He's great. I, I want to say hey to Deanna and Dave and Jane. Hi, Jane. And Derek, De um, And Derek DeWitt, Ash. are you watching just to laugh about dating today? Because I know you're engaged to be married. Uh, Susan, Christy, uh, uh, Aya, Christy, uh, Derek, hello, everybody. Uh, welcome. Okay, so first of all, TD Jakes is amazing. And I think the other thing that you talk about, that you just talked about with leaving the baggage at the altar um, that is something from a healing standpoint, people, you can do that. You can absolutely do that, especially those of you that are claiming to be faithful Christians. You've got to be willing to hand over your hurts and disappointments and your failures and, and the people that have done that to you. This called forgiveness. And you've got to be able to hand that over and leave it alone. And I know I'm not a pastor and I know I'm not like, I don't have my sermon here, but it, at the end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. Too many people give something to God and say, I'm just going to go forward and have faith. And then they take it back. So they go back to the altar and pick up the bag. No, I got this. You wait, I didn't, I, mean? I didn't really, really mean it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to go back and pick it. up that bag. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Because that's what I remember. And but it, she just called. Yeah, I mean, it's, it is it is a matter of cleaning that slate, leaving the baggage behind, and packing a new bag for your next trip, which is your next relationship. Uh, so 
So Zeddy says, what we think about, we bring about, yeah. which is really what we're saying. When you, what you're bringing into that situation is what you're probably going to run into again and again and again. And I think you've talked about it. We can even talk about another part of this reboot is your past relationships, failures, people, whatever. It's not the new person's fault. Right. That was, that's in the past. That's just stuff that happened and it didn't work out. And you can't say, well, she's just like so-and-so, or he's just like my ex. Or when you Let start, well, if, you're saying, if you're saying those things. Yes. You're not over it. You're not over it. And it's not on them. That's still on you. Yeah, you've got to you've got to let all that stuff go. And it again, part of that reboot is what you took off, you leave behind. Nobody wants your ex's stuff, and nothing will scare away a new suitor uh, quicker than somebody who comes in bitter or with baggage uh, and and uh, old bad habits and bad ways of thinking. Charlotte says, just a small carry-on, not a roller, not a roller bag. Because <laughs> everyone has some, right? Yeah. Just be, if, if she's coming in lugging one of those big things, <laughs> you probably ought to check out. Right. So. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, so earlier this week, we were talking about, I was talking about um, how people uh, view relationships, how today it's just, it is so... Uh, people haven't thought through. They're just entering in. They're not doing it very intentional. Uh, and a lot, a lot of people going, I, I use the term low-hanging fruit. There's a lot of people that are going for the low-hanging fruit. And the good people are wondering why they're getting passed over. It's because there is low-hanging fruit out there. Don't put yourself in the same category, number one. Anybody that would go for that, that's what you're going to get. And you don't want to play in the same field as them anyway. But at the same time, we have to remember that relationships and love, anything worth having is going to take a little bit of work. It's going to take a little bit of, of thought, a little bit of strategy, some dedication, right? Words that we, we have, we have, I honestly, there's a part of me that just thinks God just keeps this thing going so that we can learn the lesson, finally learn a lesson, because we are given an opportunity to stop the insanity here, to stop, reboot, look at where we are, look at where we're going, uh, clean our space up, clean our mind, our hearts up. And I know a lot of you have, and a lot of you did, because my coaching business was so busy and has <laughs> been so busy, which is great. No, I That's a good it. way to gauge the dating scene if your business is going like this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but that's, that are, those are the people that actually reflected on their life and what they were doing or what they weren't doing and what they wanted that they didn't have. Yeah. Why don't you have it? Because you're not doing what it takes to get it. And that's why you need a whole new strategy. So the new strategy is understanding, number one, the way you've done things in the past did not work or you would not still be looking. I like your part about God letting this thing kind of continue on because I know there's a lot of times he goes, ah, right? <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? I laid it all out. It's right there, right in front of you. We got this and, pause. And we miss it. We got we this it. pause and who the heck knows how, yeah. many, how many people would do something different with that time that we were shut down, knowing we were going to open back up, but you only had like a month and a half to rest. I would have rested. I'm just telling you because I didn't rest, but that's I would have rested. That's the old thing about like when you, the, the, you hear the, the scenarios, hypotheticals about if you had 10 days to, le to live, how differently would you live those 10 days? Yeah. You know, and it's, it's pretty profound. Zeddy jumped back on here and said, people have issues because of heartbreak. They need to do the healing as a man thinks in his heart. So is he. That's a good point. You, you have to heal past all of that stuff. You can't bring that in. If you're still hurting, it's okay that you're still hurting. You know, take the time to get over that. Uh, absolutely. And we, we've talked about that a good portion of the time here. And I think moving forward is where we talk about what does it take to, to change, right? What, it, what, what apps do we want to load on our new computer or our new phone right. in order to get us where we're going? Well, I'm going to throw some words out there. And by all means, you guys, um, I know you're live with Brad right now. I'm going to let, please throw out your words too, because uh, these are the words and the energy I think that you need to bring into any new connection. 
I'm not saying relationship. I'm saying connection because if you don't nurture a connection with a good person, you're going to lose them, right? While you're off playing or doing or being bitter or whatever it is you're doing, anything that's distracting you from your mission and your intention, um, then it's you're going to lose a great person. So the words I have are, are work, dedication, commitment, strength, self-control, sacrifice, and present moment consciousness. Now, those are some biggies. They are biggies. Um, I know you guys have some also, so I'd love to hear your opinion. There's one I really want to focus on, on this, and that is present moment consciousness. And uh, that's something I think, I think we, and again, I talk about what a distracted society we are and how everything's at our fingertips. And if it doesn't happen instantaneously, then, you know, we give up. Um, and I think you need to unpack that a little and more. And we, yeah, and yeah. we lose our patience so quickly. Um, the only pl place that we can lose patience is on the highway with bad drivers. But yeah, that's fair. That's a fair but, that's survival of the fittest. Out yeah. There. Yes. Um, if you ever hear, want to hear me curse, just get on the phone with me when I'm driving. We should do a live Facebook live with you driving. <laughs> it would not be good. We would have it completely censored. I'm just telling you. <laughs> talk, um, about, <laughs> talk about having to have the delay. Yvonne <laughs> um, okay. just jumped on here and said, be intentional, which is exactly what you're saying. Be intentional. And the reason I wanted you to unpack that being in the present moment is because we do, and we have been trained, I think. Mm -hmm. Really, our age group got trained because we were the first group that really experienced fast food. Hey, you whip in this place, and five minutes later, you're eating a hamburger. And we started, now we can go to the bank and do this. Now, then all of a sudden, these cell phones came out. Now we can get everything at our fingertips within seconds. And, I, you know, you can talk on our watch, and we can do all this stuff. So I think it's a valid point for you to kind of unpack that a little bit and help us understand a little bit more about being in the moment and what you coach your people to do um, when you're teaching them that. Well, you know, and I, this, thank you for that. That's a great lead in because as a matchmaker, I'm setting people up already with quality matches. So all they have to do is show up as their amazing, wonderful self. And they also have to show up with zero expectation for who the person across from them is going to be and be 100% present. So the difference between that, I think, of two people sitting at a bar that just met and the guys, you know, and guys, you do this way more than chicks, um, but guys, the woman's talking to you and you're checking out everything that's walking past. Ugh. It's That's, bad. No, I, 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 yes, it, is I, a, it is an art, and it is so impressive to a woman if you can keep your eyes on her through a conversation no matter what's going by. Yep. I, nothing no, will fair. impress a woman more. And I can tell you as a dating coach and a matchmaker, I've heard the women say this. Like, that guy was 100% focused on me the entire time. It didn't matter what was going on. He did not take his eyes off me. And if you did... If you did and you were distracted, whether it's women or things, and you weren't present trying to get to know that person Thanks. and really taking the time and energy it takes to get to know somebody, they notice that too. They're going to check out. Yep. Just quickly, they're going to check out. Date is over. So As they should. Yeah. And so- You're not there to meet the other 10 people in the bar. <laughs> exactly. So present time consciousness is all about, present time consciousness is all about being present in the moment that you're there, even if you get there and in the first 30 minutes, you're like, mm, it's probably not my person or you get the impression that it might not be. It doesn't matter. That's the person Practice. you're with right now. Practice. I mean, seriously. Get to know them. Yeah. It may be a new friend. Um, it, it doesn't, that's, we are, we are going out on dates to make connections, whatever that connection may be. And if it is a love connection, the very first connection you must make is a friendship. Mm -hmm. So you do need to be friends with that person. I think so often people are going in with their agenda and, and trying to hear what they want to hear or see if the person's going to do the things that they want them to do um, or respond the way they want them to respond. Let them be themselves. Just enjoy the moment. This is where the, 
expectation is enjoy the moment. Enjoy that person. Embrace who they are. Even if they're not your person, embrace them. Well, yeah, it's almost like, you know, when you hear these stories and you've told some, we've talked about it here on the podcast, we've had panels, et cetera, but it's almost like people are going into these dates, these first dates with like, they're trying to uncover how that person is not their person rather than maybe how that person is their person. A hundred percent. So they're right trying point. to get through all of the mess to say, well, no, that's not it. No, I, it's 10 minutes. He said know. this, so I'm know. not listening anymore. That's right. I already mm -hmm. know. See, he's just yeah. like so-and-so. That's right. what he did. Right. Instead of trying to continue the conversation and uncover how this person really truly is and what type of person they really are. A couple of comments here. So Zeddy jumped back on here and said, awareness, presence, Showing up, being intentional, Mike says, confidence, in quotes, in yourself and your ability to build a good relationship. Um, a couple of guys have admitted they've done that. Been distracted, <laughs> we know. Yeah, we'll call it We know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, and then Denise jumped on here about your, your comments about, you know, just saying how true they are. But I really do feel like most people, into, which is, again, causing a disappointment, is they're going in with the 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 agenda of I'm going to uncover what they're not, right? Not what they are. Sure. And know? that's a, that is a very, very good point. Uh, and looking, looking for the things that you don't want instead of noticing the things that you do. There you go. And you will miss the good things. Everybody's got good and bad. And I always have to point this out to people because some people are are very aware of their flaws. Everybody's got them. There's no perfect person. And if you're that person out there searching for a perfect person, number one, you're not perfect. Yeah, and number luck. two, you're never going to find anybody perfect because everybody's got, everybody's imperfectly perfect. So again, you're right back to another cause of disappointment. Yes. Going in with the notion that I'm not going to settle. I'm only going to find my perfect person. I get not the settle part. I do. But that perfect person doesn't, there's only been one. And if you're that person that's going out on a bunch of dates and it's nothing to you, you know, it's, it has holds no meaning because this is just your Thursday night and you've got a Friday night and a Saturday, you know, you serial daters. That's a problem too, because again, present time consciousness being intentional, you're not giving that person a chance or your focus you know, this is just your, this is just, you're just checking a box. That's your date that night. Yep. And if you're going on fewer dates, but they're dates that have more meaning, potential, and possibility, you're more likely to find somebody that's going to meet your match. Well, and I guess just my standpoint is if, if you are just wanting to date mm -hmm. and you're not looking for a serious relationship because of where you are or, right. or where whatever you've done the work, let's say you're still healthy, but you just want to date, then just be honest and let the other person know that. Listen, I'm not looking for anything serious, but I'd love to meet new friends. I'd love to go out on dates and stuff like that. I think it's okay to be there too. You know, I don't think that we should badger folks that but don't want to Brad, do that if and I, I need honest. to I need to jump in there. If you're out dating and you don't you're not ready for a relationship, then don't go on a date. I don't what's the point? Because it, or if you're somebody that wants a relationship and somebody tells you I'm not looking for that, don't go out with them because they've already told you they don't want one. And That's nothing fine, you what if do the other, is going to change that. But what if the other person says I'm cool with that? I'm in the same, I'm in the same spot. I'm just dating too. I'm just trying to meet people. I'm just trying to learn about this, this dating scene right now. And I just want to date people too. Like if two people agree to that and they understand where both parties are God, coming why from. Why waste your time? I mean. Well, I, it, I don't know if it is a waste of time if that's where the two parties are. I guess that's my point. Does anybody else see a point in that? I'm just curious because I don't, I don't, uh, and Brent says, agreed, Jen. I don't know the point. I would not want somebody to waste my time. If, I, if you're not ready for a relationship, don't get out and date. Go find some friends. Go find some friends and have a good time. Dabble, meet women, men, meet women, um, and dabble that way. Don't take somebody out on an intentional date, making them think you want to be with them or that something could happen. But that's not what I'm saying. See, don't, don't spin it. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is both parties are in the same boat. Both parties are saying they and don't want a meeting, relationship. Brad? They where just they, want to date. They're where just are they meeting date. that they're in this place where they're like, hey, you just want to go hang out? Then you're friends. Jen, it happens a lot. We're going to fight. 
<laughs> it happens a lot. There are a lot of people out there that are in currently just wanting to date and date around. And that's all they want. They don't want a relationship. They don't well, want anything serious. And all I'm saying is if both parties, just like if both parties agree to hook up one night, that's what those two parties agreed upon. And they move on after that. That's what they both parties participated. So I can't. Why are you know, Brad and I having this conversation right now? <laughs> I'm talking about a dating reboot where for people that are intentional about dating that want a relationship, <laughs> not that want to hook up. If Everybody's you hook getting up, mad at me. You're in the wrong you're in the wrong spot. This is not a conversation I'm having today. Okay. So, no, I, I was uh, just I was just merely saying that if both parties are on the same page, then both parties understand each other. Both, If you're out dating, both parties need to be on the same page that they are ready, open, and available for a relationship. No one wants to waste their time. And just so everybody knows, I don't believe that. I'm trying to play devil's advocate here sometimes. Quit to it. Get, to get we don't need the devil gone. here today. The devil's All right. in plenty of other places in the world. Thank John you. jumps on here and says, our, present is in, our presence is enhanced when we focus on other persons. So listening. Listening makes them feel validated, appreciated, important. Um, and then everybody's Plus, jumping down me. So. Here's the other thing, because Brad, you did a boo-boo. Um, it's not a so, boo-boo. It's my opinion, and I can't. I'm not, it's not a boo-boo when it's an opinion. But it is. Conversation is over on that, Brad. Quit <laughs> defending yourself. Okay. There's a lot of people thinking I'm saying that sleeping around and stuff. It's not. Um, it's not so moving right along on this, um, listening. I've talked about that being a really important skill. Uh, John, you are correct. That's the other thing. If we show up with a clean slate, we have no expectation uh, for that person. We are not looking to, we're not on a mission. We're not trying to accomplish anything. That goes for you people that are going out too. Even if you're going out, let's say you're out at a restaurant, you're out at a bar, you're out at a, you know, top golf, whatever you're doing. Um, it's okay to look around and be, and, and be open to the possibility of meeting somebody, but to go out with the intention or be on a mission to do that, is only setting yourself up potentially for being disappointed. And we have enough disappointment. So let's not set ourselves up for that. Let's just enjoy our life and find somebody along the way that enjoys it as well. Uh, so, but, but I do, uh, I do mean, um, I do mean that we do need to, uh, we do need to take the time to listen to somebody else. That is something that I hear a lot from both genders. Somebody will shut you down on a first date if, or second date if, if they're doing all the talking or you're doing all the talking and not asking them any questions. And I do hear that a lot from both men and women. So the point of going out with somebody is to get to know them, right? Not to talk about yourself the whole time. <laughs> so, uh, so really important. It's not a monologue. Listen, listen more than you speak. Uh, Okay, uh, so uh, Brad, quit defending yourself. Um, I'm not defending myself. Okay, I have the so right to defend myself. There's no myself, point in dating if you're looking, if you're not looking for a connection or relationship. Okay, so I want to hit that because I, I did kind of beat a dead horse on that, and I think it's important to say also that just as much as you don't want to do what Brad said, where you don't want to go out and date when you're not in, ready for a relationship. What I do want you to do is I do, even if you want a relationship and you're ready for one and you're looking for one, great. Don't expect one. And don't be on an active mission to find one. Be on an active mission to be yourself. Be on an active mission to be happy. Be on an active mission to be authentic. And whatever you attract will be more of what you need and more of what you, what you might be looking for in the long run. So, uh, and, and again, understand that, that as we're, as we're rebooting, what we may have been looking for in the past may not be what we need. Because if you've been single for many years and you haven't found the one yet, um, I'm, I'm not convinced that that one is that hard to find, you're clearly barking up a wrong tree and you've got to figure out what tree you're on and get off and get on the right one. Um, bad analogy, I get it, but I'm just saying that you've got to change what you're doing and where you're going and what you're looking for and how you're approaching it. Because if it hasn't worked for you, it's not that they haven't shown up. It's 
also that you haven't shown up. And, and people will argue with me, I'm ready. I'm a, something you're doing is not working. So you need to be able to, to take the time, pause, and look at that. That's what that's what it's all. That's what a pause is all about, and a reboot is all about, and a restart is doing things differently when you come out of the gate again, right? So Mike says, perhaps your expectation in quotes can be validation to see if you want to continue. I always have an expectation that the date will be fun and interesting. You'll usually know that after talking to someone before you meet them. So he's even talking about doing some stuff on the front end right. to see if you even want to go that far, right? Um, Brant says, I think it comes down to both people need to have a similar goal. This is a good topic because just because I want, I'm sorry, it's scrolling. Just because I want to find a relationship does not mean I'm ready to walk down the aisle with a woman. I think women tend to look down the road too far. So that's an interesting topic. That's a great, that's a great point, uh, Brant, because I think women are often, if they're younger, they're looking for a husband. They're looking for the father of their children. Uh, if, if they're, if they're past that point, um, they're looking for their next husband. That certainly happens. Um, and that is an expectation that nobody wants on them. That's way too heavy. I mean, that's why I said, go in. It's not about having low expectations. Um, it's about, about, you can keep your standards high, but I guess your expectations low, right? Meaning that you're going to meet a new friend. You're, it's not about who you're going to marry. And that will, that will help ease a lot of fears for you people that get nervous on a first date uh, because a lot of you don't show up the way you should. And I know that because this is what I do for a living. And that's why second dates are always good. If you weren't offended on a first date, if you like the company, you should always go on a second date because oftentimes people are nervous or not presenting their best self on a first date. Uh, but well, it is you important need to, not to... You should probably rewind a little bit because you said lower your expectations. That's just of the date, not of your expectations for what you're looking for. Yeah, standards. Mate. Don't right. lower your standards for what yeah. you're looking for, but lower the expectation of who that person needs to be. It's on the expectation for the other person because they're not you, right? There's that whole, the minute you accept that somebody else is not you, it change, like it changes the whole energy of that. Nobody's going to be you. Nobody's going to do everything you want them to do. If you ever find yourself saying, well, if I were in that situation, I would have called. Or if I was busy, I would still find the time to shoot off a text message. I mean, People put their own stuff on other people all the time. Great, great time to stop doing that because you never know what's going on in somebody's life. You never, you never, ever know. And usually you, people end up finding out that there was a reason down the road that somebody didn't do something. It wasn't that they just had bad manners. Sometimes it's bad manners. Sometimes it's a lack of training. Uh, I, I do know that people that haven't dated lack a lot, of training. A lot, well, the people that haven't dated a lot or have been married for a long time that got into maybe bad habits. No, we can't married. date a lot. We've already, we've already determined that we can't date a lot. <laughs> I already, Sorry, I didn't I'm say that. I'm just picking I, on I don't you think now. that it, I don't think that dating a lot is going, I don't think it's a numbers game. I think it's an attention game. You brought up a, another great point, um, that we've talked about a lot here, but I think it's, it's worth it is. Don't think the other person is going to act like you do in a relationship or a, a, the process of a relationship or courting because they're not you. So you can't, you can't do that. I love what Paula says. She says, you guys are great. I can't wait when you guys start your own talk show. <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh, I will murder him before that happens. No, you won't. You still love me. <laughs> that is not going to happen. Um, but, uh, but. Okay, so uh, so just because someone wants to date with an intention of it is not somewhere that somebody doesn't want to get married. Okay, uh, and that's it from a woman. Uh, yeah, so so here's where the reboot comes in, and here's where the message is today. Uh, dating burnout comes from doing the wrong things, uh, doing things with with um, uh, the same like the same things, bad habits over and over again, uh, and not getting the result that you want. Uh, and from unrealistic expectations. And, and I feel like that's a big one. Um, so the reboot is all about clean slate. Like Brad mm -hmm. said, clean slate, 
Um, get rid of those apps. Yeah, get yeah, and <laughs> and and baggage wise, I mean, you've got to leave leave the leave the past in the past, heal from it, do whatever you need to let go and forgive, so you can move forward. Because that's a big thing right now is people just dating and getting in relationships and bringing all that stuff in, and it will kill it. It'll kill a great connection faster than anything. And nothing's worse than meeting your soulmate and not being ready for them or available for them. And, and not missing knowing. out on, on that opportunity. Yep. Not mm -hmm. knowing it because you come in. Or with the being wrong with the wrong person because you're afraid of being alone. I mean, that's the other thing, too, is just passing time, uh, either filling that space with the, the bunch of dates that don't mean anything, or from being with a person that you don't love, that you that you don't have that connection with. But staying with them because you don't want to be alone or you don't it happens know if anything a lot else is out there yep. um, worth anything. Uh, you, you're never going to find your somebody if you're with someone else. Um, because a good quality <laughs> person doesn't want somebody that's already in a relationship. What do you Usually. Like <laughs> it's usually, usually the way it works, right? It should be the way For the it most works. part, people aren't. There's people that gravitate <laughs> towards wedding rings. I don't know what that is. So uh, I know when I lived in Atlanta. Another we did, disappointment, we, right? <laughs> no, seriously. We did this experiment. Me and my girlfriends when we were in Atlanta, we sat at that. We were at a bar in the days when you could go to a bar. And we would literally go in at one point and put like put a ring on our finger, like a wedding ring on our finger, just to see if more guys hit on us mm -hmm. with a ring on. And they did. Yes. They I totally, I don't know what it was. But anyway, um, so uh, not And I good, think though. you're probably right on that. I think that probably happens on that side more than the other, you know. Relationships, it, and it hurts me to see things going in this direction. And I think oh, we have uh, we have some control over at this point. Um, but here's what you do have control over: you. Um, at, the only thing Supposed you have to. control over <laughs> is yourself. And so, if you take anything from this, is you need to take the time to reflect on your own life, your own dating situation, your own wounds, the things you need to heal from and move forward from there and decide what you want and then be willing to intentionally go after that. Clean slate, new new strategies, new mindset, uh, different level of expectations uh, going into a date and and go from there, right? And go have some fun. And yeah, and have a good time. Though, yeah. So speaking of having a good time, uh, you know, the other thing that hit me over the weekend, I've had this, uh, this project of mine on the back burner for a while. Uh, and I kept thinking that I would wait till after COVID uh, passed us uh, to, to get this thing going. But I can see that <laughs> this is the new norm. And guess what? It is going to be slim pickings going out. It is going to be harder to meet people. Uh, you guys know how I feel about online dating. I'm not a fan. So uh, so I'm going to give you guys an opportunity to meet people a different way. Uh, so I know I'm so ex I'm super excited about this because we used to do big parties, big parties uh, before all of this hit. Those were fun. And they were so much fun. And I know everybody's like, when's the next party? Well, we oh. obviously we can't have one. But I'm going to put together little parties. And those little parties are going to be in the, um, in the form of group uh, dates, um, such as um, happy hours, minglers, wine tasting, sporting events. And I know we can't attend sporting events, um, at least, you know, unless you're a cardboard person. At a well, you're thinking place. like a Top Golf or. Well, we could do Top Golf. Top Golf is one yeah. of them, but, but I am thinking more like, like I love to watch football. Like you might have a football, like a group yeah, of people watch a party. that love to watch SEC football. That would be me. Um, but, you know, <laughs> and it's going to be slimmer pickings because a lot of the leagues aren't playing. But, uh, but you know, dinners, um, like like Brad mentioned, top golf, um, And we're going to do some online events as well uh, for people that aren't may not be ready or want to meet people because the online events are going to be really, really cool, some of the things that we're planning with those. Uh, so wine tastings, cooking classes, things like that, just things we can do where you are surrounded by other quality singles. Uh, because even the crapshoot, these two girls go in a bar, they never know what they're going to get. I mean, that could be any night, that could be anywhere. At least you know you're going to be surrounded by 10 or 20 or whatever allowed in the situation. People where you that you know they're single, they're looking to connect, they are intentional because 
they're at my event, and that's what they're going to do. Um, I'm also going to have a component of it, and I'm launching it next week, so I'll tell you more about it next week. But there's a coaching component. So one thing that always seems to be important to people is that people are healed, healthy, and whole and ready for a relationship. Well, I've got a two-part series that's going to help you get ready. There four classes go. and four classes with guys and girls that do two things. Number one, it helps you get to know the other person and what they're looking for. And it helps you almost from a dating standpoint to be able to see if there's any connections there as well as people are talking about, almost like in this forum, they're really talking about the things that they personally want and they personally need. You may find in those conversations that we're doing through the group calls that not only do you gain the clarity you need, for your relationship, but you may find somebody that shares your values and lifestyle and commitments and all of that. So more opportunity there. And one more thing, um, of course, COVID permitted, uh, trips. We're going to be doing, I used to do quarterly, uh, quarterly trips for singles. Um, and we're going to start doing those again too. So of course it's going to look however it looks, wherever we have them, whether it be more local areas. Um, of course, I'll get you out of town, but more, you know, places locally, like maybe. Oklahoma, we'll go like Weatherford. <laughs> no, no, we're not going camping. That's one thing I Denton? can assure you. We are not going camping. Go Denton. Uh, but, but maybe, uh, you know, we talked about Broken Bow, you know, Oklahoma, like going out and renting a, a big, um, what do you call it? What what do you call this? I don't know where you're going. Ranches, houses I'm thinking about something. a Love Gen camping trip, which would be hilarious. <laughs> which just not happened. You'd no. be like this the whole time. Oh, oh God. I'd be in a, I'd be in air conditioning somewhere. <laughs> I mean, I'm just telling you, I'd be like, okay, so, uh, but, awesome. but if, if, you know, the, the, the situation permits, I mean, this could include beach trips, which we've done before, um, trips out to maybe Sedona, different things like that, where we can have adventures and do things together as groups, small groups, but groups where you can make connections and they're very intimate, amazing trips. So those will be quarterly. So, uh, look out for the details next week. Exciting I wanna, stuff. I know. I just, I, I know now we need to do this because there. It's not available, and I don't think that things are going to be back to any any kind of normal soon. So uh, it's time for us to to have some fun with some good people. So uh, make your own track through that's COVID. That's right. Okay. So more to come next week. Thanks for tuning in this week. Hope you guys uh, all start on your personal reboot option, uh, uh, whatever that looks like for you. Um, maybe get your plan together over the weekend, and uh, we will see you next week on the Lovability Podcast. Thanks for listening. This is Jennifer. Thanks for listening today. And please subscribe to the podcast. Every single week we'll have new information. And if you'd like to find out more information or if you have any questions, please go to my website at lovegen.com or you can find me on Facebook at my personal page, Jennifer Styers.